welcome to Who's He Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're going to be talking about brand new Doctor Who, because we're going to be talking about Asylum of the Daleks. At last. At last, yes. It seems, ah, oh, it's been an eternity, isn't it? <laughs> it has. Yes, so has it been worth the wait? This is the question. Yes. Yes, well, we, we shall find out later. But, um, first, of course, actually, before I get onto the news, obviously, um, another thing we need to talk about as part of the review, or leading up to the review, will be um, the Pond Life um, web episodes that were played out throughout the week. So, I think if anyone who follows me on Twitter will probably know exactly what, I, what I've thought of them so far. Um but we, we we need to discuss it anyway, because obviously it leads up, or sort of leads up to uh, the new series, doesn't it? Yes. So, uh, but first, a little bit of news. And, well, it really is only a little bit of news, because there isn't, obviously, a lot going on this week. Because um, everything's been geared towards the Song of the Daleks. But, of course, with the brand new series, it leads to the inevitable tabloid-grabbing headlines. Um, Matt Smith quitting Doctor Who, apparently, according to the Daily Mirror. Yes, and it's it's basically absolutely nothing of the sort in terms of anything new, is it? It's no. you'd think it was an interview he'd given where he says, "No, this is it. I'm definitely leaving on X date, wouldn't you?" From yeah, the headline. I know. It's um, if anyone who who um, who hasn't read this, it, it does read sort of. It actually just says, "I quit," and I think if any fans would have sort of read that, were oh my god, and had a fit of the vapors. So. Um, but it's nothing. I think next sort. week's headline for the for the mirror is um, Pertwee not returning, isn't it? <laughs> Says he's too old for the role. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just basically what it was. I mean, obviously, people should have sort of realised by now that um, it's yet again the tabloids have taken um, something Matt Smith said out of context. Yeah, and, it, it, yeah. it's a question of oh, what's everyone talking about that's like happening today. Mm. How can we get? How can we sell papers? We'll put a headline that suggests that we know something everybody else doesn't. Yeah, it's just absolute nonsense. Basically, all it was, it was an interview um, where Matt Smith basically really said, you know, he he's not going to be doing Doctor Who forever. Um, he did go on to say things like, you know, um, it's a very very demanding uh, demanding role uh, because it's not just it's outside of Doctor Who as well. Um, and also, the effect it has on his um, on his family and everything, so um, he says he couldn't do the seven years like Tom Baker did. No, that's you know that's all he said really. Um, but yeah, but he's round for the fiftieth anniversary. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, so it, we've it, got we've got Maxwell until at least next year. He might yeah. stand for another series. He might not. Who knows? I suspect it depends on what other offers he's got. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this is the the, the the Daily Mirror, and it's always that thing a a source said. Yeah. Uh, that this is that this is the bollocks part. Next year is the 50th anniversary, so it seems right to have a regeneration. Matt is a brilliant doctor, so we'll keep him for the run. But a Christmas regeneration would be incredible and guarantee huge ratings. It's just absolute cobblers. Uh, this I was- have to say, I mean, if you're actually going to have a regeneration just to time in the 50th, then surely you have it in the in the 50th. If at yeah. the end of that. Yeah. It, oh, it's rubbish. Um, this was then countered by BBC's head of communication, Simon Hodges. He just uh, re- you know, released a brief uh, Twitter statement. Uh, Matt Smith hasn't quit. Just an overexcitable headline. It's taken from comments saying he won't be doing it forever. He'll be around for a good while yet. So there you go. 
Yeah, couldn't he just release the statement saying, oh, dear God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly what I thought when I saw it. Oh, here we go again. You know, change the bleeding record. Yeah. It's every year it's they'd ever try and spoil it with some exclusive or they say, oh, the, the lead actor quits. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's getting a little bit tiresome there, really, isn't it? That was obviously who who knew about what the what was happening in this episode really under orders not to to spoil it. Yeah. So they couldn't didn't want to then put any they couldn't put anything out about the actual show that was airing, so they've just come up with the only other thing they could think of that would sell papers. Yeah, and that's it really. So I never thought I'd see the day where they where they actually used Doctor Who to sell their papers. Yeah. I mean I mean in some ways it is a good thing because obviously if it's that if it is that marketable that they think they can they get extra sales from doing it then it says that the fan base for it is pretty strong yeah exactly that's one good thing to come out of it but hey you know it's that's that's, that's something different please papers come on oh no oh there again yeah please keep 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 running stories because it means it'll stay on it gives us something to talk about and all once once they (laughs) stop doing it then (laughs) start worrying yeah I suppose so well no then I mean you know, it will be next uh, thing. Doctor Who is cancelled, but will be the next thing. So, oh, I don't know. Okay, well, that's pretty much it for the news. But it's now time for Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets. And in his uh, little corner of Tat this week, we have well, it's it's an it's an iconic uh, piece of the, of uh, a previous Doctor's costume. It's going to be released, isn't it? Hmm. You can buy the Fourth Doctor's scarf. Damn, and you've spent all that time knitting the one you've got, haven't you? It's taken me years, and now I, now I find out I don't have to. My God. Um, Your sore fingers could have rested. <laughs> oh, well, it's as usual. It's, it, you can, um, it's available for pre-order at the moment uh, from Forbidden Planet. Um, it'll be a That's release... how they, they knit them to order. Oh, yes. Well, it's released on the 1st of October. So they're knitting right. furiously right now. Um, just in time for winter. Yes, handy. indeed. Yes, just in time. Just in time for that that uh, that lovely mild winter we're probably going to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Now this this is the bit. I, I mean, looking at the photograph, it doesn't look as long as Tom Baker's original scarf, which let's be honest would be pretty impractical to wear. Yes, um, and would the, cost them a fortune in wool. Indeed, but this is this. <laughs> they'd, have to, they'd have to charge you about two hundred pounds just. For- <laughs> Well, well, apparently, uh, looking at the blurb here, it says it's 12 foot long, excluding the tassels. But the photograph doesn't do that justice. No. Um, And it says it's made made from premium quality material. Right. Mm. And and it says it's 13 foot long, including the tassels. Mm. And the width is 10 inches. Oh, well, there you go. There you go, then. So am I reading something out of Some, co- am I reading Cosmopolitan here or the- <laughs> I was gonna say someone's exaggerating and the picture doesn't match up. I don't know. <laughs> uh dear, someone's building their part up a bit here, aren't they? <laughs> yes, yeah, sounds like it. Ah uh, dear. But never mind the quality, feel the width. <laughs> <laughs> so so for this um this amazing twelve foot long and ten inch wide surprise, um you could <laughs> you it is now this is the bit that is absolutely um, 
I find absolutely disgusting. It, the, the web price, this is the web price, so this is obviously mm. a little bit cheaper than what you can buy in the shop. Yeah. £49.99 for a bloody scarf, mm. honestly. Dearer ones out there, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. Maybe there are. Maybe there's some designer labels, but, I mean, come on. It's a scarf. A Doctor Who scarf on Forbidden Planet, £49.99. I'm sorry, that is an absolute rip-off. Well, when I said earlier about that, they'd charge you £200, and I was thinking to myself, I actually didn't check what the price of this was. I'm not <laughs> going to find that it actually is £200 anyway. <laughs> well, um, moving swiftly on um, to another um, overpriced piece of tat. Um, now, some time ago, it was announced that we, uh, we didn't talk about it on air because it's before, I think it's the, in the days before Omega... Let us into his tack corner. No. Uh, there was a Winston Churchill uh, action figure released. That just sounds doesn't wrong it? on Simon. It does, doesn't it, really? I mean, where's the Hitler one? That's what I want to know. And the Mussolini. <laughs> Come on. In the name of balance. <laughs> um, now, there's there's a, a Victory of the Daleks collector's set, which is now available to buy from Forbidden Planet. Um, basically, it features the little um, figure of Ian McNeese as Churchill. And the ironclad Dalek. Yes. Uh, when, car- I, when I looked at the picture, I saw a small picture. It looked like he was wearing dark glasses. <laughs> I did have to think to myself, Wilson's let himself go in that, <laughs> that figure. Well, you thought that, and all I could think of is it, they've just put the, the Cenobite, that, that fat Cenobite from the Hellraiser, and paired it out with a Dalek. Because that's exactly what it looks like. It looks nothing like Ian McNeese. <laughs> Yeah, so you can buy that for the, the princely sum of £26.99. And also, looking at the bigger picture of it, so it, mm. it did look, the glasses actually then looked like someone had actually just only thought afterwards, you know what, we forgot to put the glasses on this, give me that felt tip pen. Well, there's, there's another um, <laughs> there's other things there. The closer you look at it, it actually looks like someone's put, you know those um, glasses you can buy in joke shops? Yeah. With boggle eyes on <laughs> It looks like that. <laughs> so they put Winston Churchill with a set of joke shop glasses on. Ah, oh, I'm just getting too cynical in my old age. I really am. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So there you go. Twenty six pounds ninety nine pence. So you can buy that now from Forbidden Planet. And uh, don't forget that is the web price as well. So it might be actually a little bit dearer if you go and buy it in the shop. Hmm. Okay, that's it. That is it for the news. Um, so, coming up is our uh, review of Son of the Daleks. So, for another week, that was the news. Right, it's time to start talking about the new series. Hooray! Um, but, before we start with the new series, we've got a, a, another another little new feature introduced to the podcast, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, we've been thinking about this for a long time, and... We've now introduced a little rating system um, into the show, uh, which we're going to be using from uh, here on out, uh, whether we're, we're talking about new Doctor Who or one of our retrospectives or its big finish or whatever we decide to decide to talk about. So it's, it's a three-tier rating system. So basically, basically goes from um, bad to middling to good. That's yes. it, really. So, However, if we think... That an episode is uh, is bad. You will hear Field Marshal Steyer say this: "You are a mistake and must therefore be eliminated." And if we think an episode is middling and we can't really make up our minds whether it's good or bad, or basically just being a bit indifferent, 
you will hear neither say this. Your views are not important. And if we think the episode is fantastic and wonderful and brilliant, you will hear the cyber leader say this. Excellent. Okay, everyone got that? Good. Right, let's get cracking. I was going to say, could you just run that past me again? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, right. Um, But before we get on to Asylum of the Daleks, um, I suppose we have to talk about Pond Life. Yes. Um, Now, what did you think, Paul? Because I think people who follow me, as I said earlier, people who follow me on Twitter probably got a pretty good idea of what I think of it. Um. I thought it was all right in just terms of it just being a bit of fluff, really. Mm. Only until the last episode that you actually get anything that's going to come up. I mean, I think we've all got to the point where so much of stuff has been linked, so many episodes have been linked in arcs and everything. Yeah, You tend yeah. to watch these things thinking, right, so what does this mean? What does that mean? Rather than it's just a bit of throwaway mm. TV stuff. Yeah, I, I actually thought the whole thing was completely pointless. Yeah, exactly. In, in, but places, in does, places, does, it was... but does TV need to be need to have a point? Double or even well, uh, video bits on computers? Do they need to have a point? Well, um, that's probably a good point. But um... <laughs> and I think this is the problem. We I'll raise your point with point my where point. we watch everything now, saying right. So what does that mean? And when we can't find a meaning for it in terms of Doctor Who, we tend in terms of what's going to happen in the series or what SAS has happened. We tend to think, well, that's useless. Well, it was just from my point of view, I just thought, well, cause the way it was being built up, um, you're meant to have a bit of an insight into um, Rory and Amy's life without the Doctor. Yeah. Um, In actual fact, it was more of the Doctor. It was, and it didn't re- it didn't do what it said on the tin, basically. No. And also, what can you do in something that lasts less than a minute? Yeah. Really. Um, I mean, the Ood on the toilet, that was the most pointless 54 seconds I think I've ever watched. I know, but it probably got them quite good reaction figures, I just thought. Well, it was... I mean, people were going, oh, an Ood on the toilet, and I thought, no, sorry, I I, I don't like this at all. Um, it was like a it was like a, a punchline to a, to a gag, but we haven't seen the gag, if you know yeah. what I mean. Um, and then that, that came the next day. It was explained the next day. Okay, then it kind of made sense. But on on its own, I thought, what? What, what is the point to this? Yeah. Um, and the only one I sort of enjoyed was the last one. Yeah. Which did have some sort of tie-in to what happened in the Psalm of the Daleks, which we'll get onto um, in a minute. But I, mean, I thought the whole, thought the whole it, thing was... was actually slightly strange because you didn't actually, from what we were told was this was going to be, yeah, what happens with ponds. Yeah, and literally, actually, nothing happened with the ponds until yeah, it, it, it the just, last episode. You yeah. didn't have any any argument or any even half look of they could have. You've just missed an argument or anything. Yeah, it's... it all seemed to be going along lovely and rosy, and then suddenly they're, they're, they've had an argument and he's leaving. Yeah, it was a complete change of direction. Yeah, but uh, there you go. As you say, there, there were just bits of bits of fluff to generate a little bit of interest. Yeah, before I mean, as, the show, but as, as the explanation of why they had an argument and whatever, of what was the breakdown in their marriage was revealed in the episode. Even if they'd have just had little shots of them, perhaps walking, walking through shops, and him stopping at baby section and her walking on or yeah, stuff like I mean, that. Yeah, um, would have would have then tied in. 
Yeah, it was completely out of the blue. Um, yeah, and plus the fact you know they've actually the whole that whole episode that that last episode of Pond Life was completely ruined by the fact that we knew beforehand that the Pond's marriage was in trouble. Yeah, and if they just kept that quiet. And then you'd seen that last episode of Pond. Then you'd have been, oh, what's, what's, what's happened there? Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to find out in the the new episode? Yeah. Yeah, but so, because that had been basically spelt out to us that he finds them, or when they all get back together again, that their marriage is on the rocks and whatever. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just seemed a little bit, I don't know, it, to me it just seemed a bit of a missed opportunity. Because uh, it didn't. I mean, really... what was the interesting thing is all that stuff, that, all the first images that came out of the filming mm. for this series all turn out to have been from um, Pond Life, Pond weren't Life. it? You saw, the, yeah. you saw the pictures of the the argument, him on top of the TARDIS repairing the light bit. Yeah, everyone thought it was... The, yeah, it sort of, it did what episode was that going to be from when it wasn't? <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, that, that's, our, that's our views on uh, Pond Life. We're not going to rate that, are we? No. Because I think everyone knows what my rating is going to be. Um, however, now let's move on to our review of Asylum of the Daleks. Well, come on, then. You've got me. What are you waiting for? At long last, it's Christmas. Here I am. Save us. Oh, what? You will save the Daleks. 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 This is new. Right, who wants to go first? Go on, you go first. Oh, okay. Um, I've watched it a couple of times now. Yeah. Um... I can't quite make up my mind. Uh. Maybe, as I talk about it, maybe I'll reach some sort of conclusion, but right yeah. now, I can't make up my mind about it. I'm a bit like that, which is what I wanted you to go first. <laughs> <laughs> you might convince me one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, um, there, there was some... I mean, it, as I said, they're gonna, each episode is going to be like a, like a mini-movie, and it did look fantastic. Yeah, I mean, from, right from the opening... Shots and yeah, it, it it just looked great. Uh, but the story was okay. Yeah, you know, the like, story I thought didn't quite know what it wanted to achieve. Hmm. It seemed to be a bit circular in its where it was going. Well, I mean, I, I mean, let's get, let's get this one out of the way now, shall we? Um, Jenna Louise Coleman. Yeah, that was a complete surprise. Yes, and how that was kept quiet after the. The BFI viewings and the Edinburgh TV Festival, as well. Yeah. I mean, fair play to everybody. Everybody, who, yeah. No, who went to it. Yeah. Nobody, even even Independent didn't manage to leak that one in there. No, they didn't, did they? <laughs> or the Telegraph? No. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, fair play to everybody who kept that quiet. Really. Um, however. We, we had a brief discussion before we started recording, you, and you come up with a very, very good point, because obviously in this she's called Oswin Oswald. Yeah. Um, now, there were 
Now, we haven't discussed this before because it was potentially a spoiler, but I think we can probably talk about it. It's gone past that, but it, 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 yeah. it's not fundamental. We don't, well, we didn't, we don't think it's fundamental. No. That's it is, actually. Who <laughs> knows? But anyway, well, we don't know why it's fundamental, if it is fundamental. No, that's it. Um, cool. And that was for the fact that there Get off, had the, been fence. Get off the fence, Paul, there's splinters in your ass. <laughs> 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 that, that was the fact that there had been reports that uh, her character's name was going to be Clara. Mm. And wasn't sure whether this had been officially confirmed or was this had just come from somebody so or overhearing, people overhearing yeah. and saying that's what he was calling, that's what the doctor was calling her. And actually, while I was watching that, I just suddenly thought to myself, were they sure that it was Clara he was calling and not Carmen? Mm. Yeah. That, and I, I never, I didn't think about that at all. I've forgotten about the whole Clara business, and whether but, that becomes a, a pet name he has for her that she doesn't understand. Mm. I, I think there's something in that. I really do. I really do think there's there's something to that. Because um, I mean, otherwise, as we were talking about beforehand, she unless she's playing a totally different character, in as the, the, the as the companion to yeah. the character she's played here. Which then wouldn't make sense. Why would you bring in her to play two different characters in in the same series if they're not linked? Well, they're, they're bound no, to be linked. Not the but, same. Yeah, but they're bound to be linked. But who, whether it, he goes unless, and, unless you're talking about he finds her twin sister or something, which would be that would be a bit tenuous, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And she's really called Carmen. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Clara. Or I mean, Clara. Who knows? Could, yeah. could be called Clara, but, but you know. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, it was a it was a nice little surprise, and it was bang. There was no hiding it. It was as soon as the credits finished rolling, she was there. Yeah. You know, I mean, you did actually start to watch, when you was watch. Certainly, the second time when I was watching it, so I've watched it twice. Yeah, um, the whole opening beginning bit, you're thinking this should cut to the, to the credits. There was there was a quite there's about three or four different points where you thought actually this would be a better cut to the credits than the one that happens. Mm. But obviously. You now realise the reason why they wanted to do the reason the credits were so late was because actually they wanted to come out the credits with her. Yeah, that's it. And it was what I, I couldn't believe it. And then you're starting to think, oh, have we got this all wrong? And is she going to be in it from now, right the way through, rather than just appearing at Christmas? Have they kept that? Managed to keep that quiet? Yeah, that's it. Um, but no, it, it was it was a, a genuine surprise. It really was. Um, but what did you think of her? And basically, in the context that okay, she's not the, the the doctor's companion at this point. Yeah. So we'll put we'll put that to one side. Um, I thought she interacted with Matt Smith rather well, so I think you can see where they're, where they're going. Yeah. With this, and you could see. I mean, you could see what they've said about her being able to. Yeah, she's a genius, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Match him and whatever. Yeah. And see that from this. So that could be quite interesting. Um, but there, there were times where I thought, well, here we go, yet another smart-ass character. But it's... And I just, I, I did find it a little bit irritating at, at points. But when you put in the context, it was all a reality she made for herself. Yeah. Because we'll get onto that later, the big reveal. Um, yeah, I, I thought, okay, now, now it's sort of kind of... It kind of what she thinks she's been stuck in there for a, for a year. So yeah. like yeah, she's not quite too sure how to, you know, possibly interact with other people. So as you could say, but yeah, and yeah, basically yeah, she's it's her own little world, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. So yeah, I, I thought 
I thought she's okay. Um, I think there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot more to to come to that particular story, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but hey, who knows? Who knows? It was um, no, it was it was very a very very daring thing to do. I think very daring thing to do. Um, but anyway, onto the, the the story itself. Because um, it, it, what do you think of the the sort of opening shot of Scaro? Which I, th- I thought that was quite impressive. Yeah. Actually. I mean, and it did have the what they wanted, wasn't it? The cinematic feel yeah. to it. Looked great, um, and you've got the great big Dalek statue as well. Um, interestingly, the Dalek statue was of the um, which we just referred to as the RTD Daleks. Yeah, it wasn't one of the new Daleks. And again, they were throughout the episode the new uh, uh, what they call them, the new paradigm or paradigm Daleks were used rather sparingly, weren't they? Yeah, it's it's almost as if like they're quite not quite sure whether they really want to. Perhaps they're easing us in gently. Maybe they are. Um, I know they're sort of like saying, you know, that they're sort of like an officer class, so there's not going to be, you know, as many of them. Yeah. Um, but it was quite interesting. They had the rather sort of apart from the um, the Imperial Dalek or Supreme Dalek rather. Um, yeah, it was. They weren't used at all. No. But hey, um, anyway, the Dalek Parliament looked really good. Yeah, yeah, I thought that looked rather impressive. Um, I like the, the sort of the Dalek Prime Minister. Yeah, that was an odd thing to go back to back to that though, wasn't it? As the as the leader. Yeah, it was because um, I thought it was going to be like the Dalek Emperor. Yeah, nobody's referred to as the Prime Minister. Yeah, well, I suppose in in the context of it being a Parliament, that makes sense, I suppose. Perhaps because you've still got you've now got Davros above him. Who knows? Maybe that's going to be the surprise. So that's why you haven't got an Emperor Dalek. Yeah. Because where would that leave Davros? Oh, who knows? Who knows? If he survived. I'm assuming he survived the end of uh, uh, Journey's End. What I want to know is how they fill in their ballot papers to elect him. <laughs> and where was Black Rod? <laughs> oh, there you go. We're back to the ten inches again, aren't we? <laughs> No, um, however, there were a couple of um, a couple of shots in the Dalek Parliament where I just sort of, and again, it's just me looking for little continuity errors, which always when anything I watch, I'm always looking for little mistakes. And there were a couple in there. Um, the first one, when it's sort of panning rounds the um, the Dalek Parliament, there's one shot where they where they basically just flip the image so that the the gun. The Dalek guns and the Dalek plungers are on the, on the opposite sides, right? So I thought, surely you. Could, I mean, basically, all, all they... perhaps they're the European Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, I mean, surely they, they could have just panned. I mean, maybe they that that whole thing you saw. Maybe there was only one side to the set. Yeah, uh, which is why they had to. They couldn't do like a panning shot. So maybe they could sort of only sort of. Do film one side, then flip the image to give the impression of the camera. And they're looking at the other side of the of the the Dalek Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, but to me, that stood out like a like a um, like a sore thumb. And there was one particular shot you could see one of the um, new paradigm Daleks out at the back was was missing some of its um, balls. Oh, there you go. As well. So. <laughs> <laughs> That was the eunuch class. <laughs> the, uh, that was the one that sung at the coronation, wasn't it? 
Ah, oh, that's it. We've got Dalek eunuchs now as well. Fantastic. He's very angry. Oh, yes. <laughs> but such a sweet voice. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, things we think of. Never mind. Um, yeah, I just thought that was a little bit, you know, a little bit sloppy, to be honest. Yeah. But I hope. Um, and again, there was another continuity error when... Uh, Rory was examining that Dalek when he first fell down into the asylum. There yeah. was the, the, the shot of him, of the shot facing him and behind the Dalek. The Dalek was missing its ear or light, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But when the shot flipped to, be, to going behind Rory, the, the light stroke ear was back on the Dalek. And then, it swapped, then the shot swapped again and the ear was missing. So... Sorry, just silly little things like that I just pick up on. Really anal, I know, but... And it sparked my enjoyment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've written to points of view already, haven't you? Why, oh, why, oh, why? <laughs> Is it too much to ask that you get this one? <laughs> Do people still say that on points of view? <laughs> oh, no. They <laughs> stopped reading my... I'll write in and ask them. <laughs> Why, oh, why, oh, why? If people stopped saying why, oh, why, oh, why on points of view. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So that that's the my silly little silly little gripes over and done with. Um, now the one thing I, I sort of found quite interesting in that was the the Daleks' concept that hatred is beauty to them. Yeah. Which it is th- the one thing that they that they strive to achieve. Yeah. And I thought that, and sort of even, and that's the reason they they couldn't bring themselves to um, a to kill the mad Daleks. Yeah. Um, and then also when because when the doctor said, oh, "You've just found another way to make me sick," and just why the promise said, "Well, that perhaps that's why we can't kill you." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was quite a good idea, and I quite like yeah, that. I did quite like that actually. Um, yeah, that was that was really good, and it sort of shut the doctor up for a bit, didn't it? But that was the point then, sort of slightly with this one with me, it was because the fact that, oh, why don't you just kill them? Oh, because you know, we're this is there's almost something magical about them to us, mm. and whatever. But the first sign there might be something wrong. It's like yes, we'll blow the planet we'll blow up. Blow the planet up. Um, there's just there is just one other sort of thing though. If um, if they can't blow them up because of the force field, it can only be sort of shut down from within the asylum. Yeah. Why didn't they just use that beam thing which they sent the Doctor Amy Rory down in to send like some big missile down um... if, if, it, if it can penetrate the barrier? And how did the ship crash if nothing can penetrate the barrier? Yeah. Well, I suppose that was the argument for it, wasn't it? It was the fact that once they realised that a ship had got through the barrier, they was then scared that the Daleks could get out. But having said that, why put the controls to the barrier on the planets and only on the planets? Which they can open if, themselves. Yes, if you're yes. worried about if the barrier is as much there to keep them in as anything else out. Yes, exactly. Or more to keep them in, actually, than anything else out. Yeah, but you've given them the key to get out, basically. Yes. Surely you'd have the controls to the barrier external to the barrier. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, and, and, and it's it's things like this which makes me undecided. Yeah, to be perfectly fair, I, I it's silly little things like that, and it, it was just a little bit of sloppy plotting. Yeah, 
And there's stuff like, um, I mean, I quite like the fact of he's saying, you know, why don't you, you just send a few down and they could do it. And then mm. he suddenly realises, oh, you're scared. Yeah. And that, and you sort of see the ice stalks all sort of drop a bit. And I thought that was quite good. Yeah. Although then later on, um, when he's talking to Amy and she says, I'm scared. And he's telling her, you know, you've got to stay human. You've got to keep emotions of the thing. You've got to keep hold of. Yeah. And she says, I'm scared. And he's going, good. That's not very Dalek. The Daleks don't do scared or something. And they were earlier on. Yeah. And yeah. That, that, that's been given as the whole plot point for why they need him rather than doing it themselves. Yeah. It's, there, there was a, quite a few sort of glaring problems with it, wasn't there? Yeah. Really was. That's the other thing as well, because if we sort of move back onto the Oswin character, um, the whole thing about the, the big reveal, the twist, yeah, um, which I must admit, it was painfully obvious, but I didn't see it on the first viewing, that the fact that she was a Dalek. No, I mean, it, it, it was it was clever in that way. All the signs were there, weren't they? And I, yes. I just didn't, you know, didn't pick up on it at Even all. Even at the point, there's one bit where um, she's, just doing something, and in the background you can see the screen mm. that she's she's watching them by. Yeah, and it's just showing the inside of the room she's in. Yeah, that's it. Through that Dalek eye. Yeah, so it was. I say it was all there. It was all there. But um, I did think though that when it was revealed that it was a reality she'd made for herself, and she was actually a, a she was actually a Dalek. It just reminded me of um, Cal from Science in the Library. Yeah, yeah, that was my thoughts on that one. And there was something about when that had been shown, there had been people saying, oh, wouldn't it have been better if they hadn't actually shown that they was talking not to the girl or whatever? Mm. They hadn't actually shown the girl because they'd shown the images of the girl, hadn't they? Yeah, to them When they yeah. was looking at the screens. It would have been so more... See where, if it had just been the computer and you hadn't realised... Or it's just a voice, they couldn't see who it was, and we couldn't yeah. see who it was as well. Yeah, so they think they was just yeah. talking to the computer all along. Yeah. And hadn't quite married up the fact that the girl and the computer were one and the same early on. Mm. And this took it that bit further, where you just didn't realise that she was a Dalek. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, it would have worked better, I suppose. But okay, it's easier to say in hindsight, you know. Um I think that whole... I wonder whether I wonder whether Stephen Moffat who uh Thought that afterwards, that and said, thought to himself afterwards, oh, it would have been better actually if I could have kept the the two separate and you didn't realise right until the end that actually the girl was the computer. Well, and he thought, use that somewhere else. Well, I think, uh, yeah, possibly. As said before yeah. about Moffat recycling. Yeah, and he, ideas. and he definitely did here. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. This, this, this is what sort of kind of sort of spoils it for me because I. I... And you've also talking about that. Sorry, going back to that, uh, and and is this a recycled idea? If she is going to be the same character, but an earlier point in her life um, before she's made a Dalek, isn't this similar to River Song in the fact that the first time we see her, we we see her end? Yeah, exactly. And, well, we that 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 obviously remains to be seen, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, now you talk about River Song, we're sort of flitting around all over the place here, but now you're talking about River Song. Um, this leads me into the whole thing of why Amy and Rory split up. Yeah. Uh, it's because, whatever, as, she, as Amy said, whatever they did to her at Demon's Run, she, can, she can't have children. Yeah. 
Well, technically, they have. And it just completely forgot there was no mention of River at all. Or Melody, whatever you want to call her. I presume presume they're saying after the the birth. Whether um, what was done to her was the fact that they um, stopped her having any... Because they didn't want her to have more. They was worried that she'd have more children like River. And once they'd got the child that they wanted... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got no issue with that. It's just the fact that it's, you said I can't have children. If she, she's not gonna, she's never had children. She will never ever be able to have children. Um, no, I think, I think it was meaning I can't have children now. Well, they, I think what they were suggesting was that she was perfectly fine up until Demons Run. Then something that was actually done to her at Demons Run. Is now stopping her having children. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I perfectly understand. It's just the fact that the, the river or melody, what you want to call it, was not mentioned. No. Yeah. I mean, and, there should have it, been something like we've had. Uh, I, I can only have. I could have. Yeah. The, yeah. The, our daughter is the the only. Yeah. Exactly. It's just the fact this whole thing. You know, we can't have kids. What well, you have. Yes. What, what it should, yeah. yeah. What it should have been is we can't have kids anymore. Yeah. The fact that she's now grown up in a in a weird way. Yeah, exactly. A very weird is, way. Is, is, is neither here nor there. They could have two grandchildren. They could do. Yeah, there could be a, a, a. Don't tell me. Oh no, I just thought of something. No, I hope I'm not going to mention <laughs> that. <laughs> no, don't don't go down there. No, I'm not going down that road. No. Um, but however, the, the whole Pond's relationship thing was just dealt with. Yeah, that was it. Done. You know. Which I, I, yeah, I there was, there was no build-up to, to that being the reason, and then it suddenly, bang, that was that, and mm. we're back together. It's it's a bit. I mean, it was a good scene, and I quite liked it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but, you know, some, you know, great sort of. Um, I, th- I think you know, Karen Gillan really has really come on as an actress. Yeah. Really has, and I've always thought Arthur Darvo. Anyway, I think he's a good actor. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, it was just the, the the again. It was the plotting side of things again. Yeah, we're just conveniently forgetting things so we can have another heartbreaking scene, as uh, Stephen Moffat likes to call it. Yeah, yeah. There should have been at that point. There should have been some mention of River yeah. as their child. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Just a bit bit sloppy again, but uh, and just the fact it was all dealt with. Made this big thing about you know the the, the ponds are getting divorced and blah blah blah, and then over and done with. In fifty minutes, yeah, you know, I know they said there was no, um, there's no plot arc as such uh, throughout this series, but but this is what Pond Life could have dealt with exactly, and it didn't. No, I mean it could and have been the five my... episodes could have been the breakdown of their their yeah. marriage, and this this that was my whole problem with Pond Life. It was a yeah. complete I mean, that's utter what I waste it was of time. Be. Yeah, exactly. So um, anyway, back onto Son of the Daleks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought what was what I've, bit scenes I really liked was the one where she wanders out and it's, she thinks she's wandering out to people from her, her past. Mm. That was really the thing is though when when that that bit when um, I can I can put it I suppose you call, like, call it woozy cam. Yeah, I suppose the best way to put it. I just thought it was a Digby Chicken Caesar. <laughs> 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 and if no one knows what that is, look it up. Look, yeah. look on YouTube for Sir Digby Chicken Caesar. Um, <laughs> now you've said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Um, but it was. But there was some. Int- I did like a, a lot of the. Uh, Nick Curran 
who directed it, there was a lot of interesting sort of camera angles. Yeah. Um, in this, which are which are, it looked really really good. Again, I like the, the, the woozy can or Sigby Chicken Caesar can look was was used quite effectively. Um, there was that one shot when the Doctor is talking to um, Oswin when he when he he's seen that she's a Dalek. We haven't yet seen it then. And it's just this this shot because the shape of the room and the way you set the camera, the Doctor's in like the bottom right hand corner of the screen. Yeah, and the and the shape of the wall is like it's curving up above. It was it was a really and I'd love that shot. It looked it looked great, and I think that's the whole thing. It looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's lots in this that are actually brilliant. I think. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I did like I did like the um the twenty first century Doctor Who take on Robo Men. Yeah, as well. I, I I did like that concept actually, and and particularly when they go into the escape pod. Yeah. And, the and you're thinking to yourself, who is he? Yeah. And then suddenly it's just the oh, I forgot I died. Yeah. Um, and it's just the fact all the, all those corpses come back to life. Yeah. And then yeah, you, then yeah. you go from it, which is quite a graphic scene, really. It for was. The, yeah. For that time, well, I suppose it's a bit later, but it's particularly still a children's program. Well, I know, I when know. they've locked him in there, and you think that's fine. Hmm. And you basically got zombies. Yeah. Um. Which appear to be in. I'm not a big fan of the zombie genre. I've got to be honest, but um, zombies to to be in Doctor Who. That's that's quite. <laughs> yeah, that, that really will send the kids behind the sofa. To, and to then just the thing on the little screen bit where you've got the one waving the yeah waving the, the wristband, wristband thing. Yeah, as if to say we've got you. Yeah, that, that that was really good. I really did like that. Um, yeah, more, more of that, please. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, there, there were some great ideas in this. Yeah, and it's uh, you almost it almost sort of becomes a story that's based on several good ideas rather than a a, a good idea that's got several good bits. Yes, is, is where I'm starting to come to with my thoughts yeah. on this episode. Um, I like the that the actually go back to the Daleks again. I like the the, the idea of the Dalek intensive care. Which had all the Daleks that survived the Doctor, yeah, and sort of basically driven particularly traumatized ones. Yeah, exactly. And mentions of places like you know Vulcan and Exelon and Spiridon and yeah, you know. Um, however, Just a little tick list. No, it was a little tick list. Now I thought that was great until you actually saw the Daleks themselves. Yeah, and they were RTD Daleks, not Daleks from the actual stories. Now, yeah, considering they went to all the trouble. Of getting, getting all, of getting the all those old Daleks together, and they were not used. Yeah, they had this big thing about we've got every single Dalek in this story since 1963. Yeah, um, the only one that's really sort of stood out was a special weapons Dalek. Yeah, but again, wasn't used. I think one shot had an old Dalek spinning around in the background. But the yeah, rest you'd of the have time, that was that was the ideal point to which to have used them to marry them up to the to, to each of the. Those yeah. stories they were, they were referencing, but they yeah. just weren't used at all. I'm okay. Maybe they're not working props. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. But they didn't have to have them all coming out, did they? No. I mean, to be honest, there's only a few. You actually, when they're moving, there's only a, a few you see, and then you just get the plungers on him, don't you? Yeah, that's it. So yeah, I just thought that. Was, I mean, it just made the whole thing. This whole thing about getting all the Daleks together was was a bit well silly because you didn't use them. Yeah. And I must admit, on both viewings I've had now, I was trying to, I was trying to do like spot the Dalek, and on the special, on the second viewing, I thought, well, maybe I've missed something. Maybe I, I wasn't looking hard enough. But everywhere I looked, no, they were just dusty, 
broken RTD Daleks with the odd uh, Paradigm Dalek in the background. Yeah, they had the two moulds that they choose. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that was it, really. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I did think that. and Yeah, and, but the intensive care would have been the point where they could have really have gone to town with all the, with the, with pre- the different yeah, Daleks. The previous tours. ones, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, again, another another missed opportunity, I feel. Yeah, because you'd have thought, actually, mostly would be populated. Most of the, the asylum would be populated by um, the RTT Daleks because they'd be the ones that fought in the Time War. Yeah, but, oh, I don't know, it was, it was just... I, I, say that, I think that's the whole thing. I think that I was so, so, so looking forward to this starting and I've sort of walked away just a tad disappointed... Yeah, I mean, this is this is probably one of the reasons why I'm slightly having problems deciding. Yeah. About this episode is because I'm not sure whether what I like and what I dislike about it are exaggerated by the fact of how long I've had to wait. Yeah. To see it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I do know exactly what you mean there. I mean, would would I have found good in fear her after all this time if it was the <laughs> first time of watching? If I'd waited eight months to see that. Now, now you're in the realms of fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It's this whole thing. It, it, I think it's the whole uh, media machine that's behind Doctor Who now. That, um, that that just I think that's what spoils it for me because they're continually drip feeding you bits and pieces. I know it's there to keep the interest going. Well, because the show has been off the air for, as you say, for eight months, and it's a long. It's the lot since the it came back. It's been the longest time. Yeah. Um, to be off the air, so. Yeah. And that only from the Christmas special, not even from yeah, not from anything, anything good as well. I was going to say, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. I don't know. I think I think that's what that's what ruins it f- um, for me now. Just the fact, that it's, just say, I, I think years ago it was nothing. You had you walked in with no preconceptions. Yeah, and I think that's the problem now. They continue dripping these little bits and pieces. And it's it's like a best of they're giving you to just to sort of tantalise you, and and it. And I think when you come to watch it, it's almost like the Emperor's New Clothes, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You sort of see through it at the end. Um, or the Prime it, Minister's New Clothes, has it been? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Do, 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 do you sort of understand where I'm coming from? It just sort of, yeah. It's that whole, you know, it builds it up and builds it up, and when it comes to it, it's like, oh, well, was, was that it? I mean, there you is know. a fear that no matter how good an episode it would be, you're always going to be slightly... It's never going to be the fantastic episode that you, yeah. you pictured in your mind. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and you're never you're never going to quite enjoy it as much as you're anticipating you're going to enjoy it. No, that's right. It really was. Um, and also thought the um, now, what do you think about the whole thing about the Dalek um, of now? Daleks have now got no memory of the Doctor, thanks to Oswin. Um, I mean, I can see it's going to be quite good from a plot point of view for the yeah. future. Yeah, and I, I can see so. it ties in with the Doctor wanting to go off and have a more quiet life. Yeah, because now his main enemies can't remember him. Yeah, I'd, I'd like that. I do like that idea. I think that's quite that's a, a, a good way to just to keep things fresh. Yeah, I mean, how we got to it with that they're all sort of telepathically linked. Yeah, the pathweb. Where the hell did that come that from? from? Are we nicking ideas from the Borg now? Are we? Yeah. Yeah. This whole. They said they have they haven't got a hive mind but a shared I suppose data it's like bank. data bank, like their their version of the of the internet, I suppose you could say. So yeah. um 
And once that's deleted, yeah, then mm. once you delete something from them, then all of them forget it. Yeah, I like the idea of the fact they don't know who the Doctor is anymore, so it's kept that idea of things fresh, and it, it's yeah. going to build its own sort of mythology now. But he, yeah, he can now become back back to to them. He can now just be the the, the traveler in space and meddler. Yeah, but, rather than their sworn enemy. Yeah, but the the the, the way that that conclusion was reached was a little bit clunky. Yeah. Um, and the whole Doctor Who thing at the end. I don't yeah. like that. I never have liked that. And they really went to town this time, didn't they? Yeah. Even had the Doctor in the TARDIS going, Doctor Who. Yeah. It I just needed it... the computer from the war machines, didn't it? <laughs> Join in as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was just... I, I suppose from the Doctor's point of view, he was just happy that the fact that even they don't know who he is now. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was the fact, yeah, that in yeah. some way he's released from that um, cycle of that he's got to be there to fight them at every point because they'll be there to him, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so putting that context, it works, but, I mean, please, let us never hear the phrase Doctor Who used in Doctor Who ever again. It was a bit like, actually, at the end of... In some ways, I don't know why my brain's gone to this. <laughs> the uh, Alistair Sim Christmas Carol, when he wakes up and he's still alive. Right, okay. And he's dancing around. Mm. So wasn't that Smith's performance that sort of almost got me, t- took me to, to that. That, that yeah, it, full of glee, I suppose you yeah. could say. It's full of glee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so happy. happy. And yeah. he keeps repeating. Yeah, that's it. The fact that, you know, everything. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I can see the point. That, yeah, he, he was just ecstatic at the fact that even the Daleks don't know who he is anymore. Yeah. So he could just go back to being in the background. Um, yeah. Great. But, you know, they really over overdid the whole Doctor Who thing. Yeah. I mean, the other, other point on that one, if you're going to be a bit pedantic, is once they'd forgotten <laughs> the doctor pedantic. When the doc- who the Doctor was, mm. didn't someone turn around and say, what's that blue box doing in the middle of our parlour? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Surely someone would have questioned that. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think this is this. I haven't really sort of. Then we've been dis- discussing it, and another thing as well. He said, you know, this story has made the Daleks properly scary again. I would disagree with that as well. No, it's it, it's made them a bit a bit stupid, really. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're they're very fearsome in terms of battle, but actually, in terms of mind, they're not great. No, not really. Yeah, so. I think I've sort of pretty much made my mind up yeah. on this now, and I think it's one of those episodes where it's not for me. It's neither one thing or the other. I don't, I don't dislike it, but then again, I don't really like it. Uh, it, it. It looked great. It looked fantastic. There were some good bits in it, but it's just the fact that um, it was just the the plot really. It was a little bit sort of contrived, and it was, and it sort of contradicted itself. Yeah, as we as we discussed. So visually brilliant. Some excellent ideas, yeah. Uh, and do they does that outweigh the problems I have with the plot? Mm. I actually think it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I mean, put it this way: I will watch it again. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, but I will watch it knowing about all the the things we've highlighted. I'm wondering whether the bits that annoy me actually will stop annoying me on future watches 
because I'll just accept them. And the bits that are really good, I will continue to really enjoy. So I think it's actually probably one that I'm actually going to start enjoying more when I see quite, it. Quite possible. Quite, I mean, I, I might do the same thing, but I think right now, f- for me, I, I, I neither like nor dislike it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting on the fence, really. <laughs> what did you say about splinters? Exactly. I've got the pool of splinters out of my own arse now. So. <laughs> Nurse the tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, what what rating are you going to give this ball? <laughs> I'm going I'm going to screw up our rating system by saying uh, it's probably going towards excellent. You're going for an excellent. So yeah. you're you're going for a cyber leader excellent. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and, I, and I'm going to I'm I'm split down the middle. So our rating this week um, from Paul it gets this excellent, and from me it gets this. Your views are not important. That's it. That, that's off to a good start, isn't it? Yeah. We can't even agree on a rating. Yeah. Perhaps we do need another sound effect that says we just disagree. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Well, okay. I, I think that 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 um, signals the end of this review, doesn't it? Really, <laughs> it signals the end of our friendship. Yes. <laughs> Right, okay, so um, we'll be back next week then, um, because we have more New Who to discuss, Uh, Dinosaurs and the Spaceship. Um, This is going to be interesting, because it's it's the first of the Chris Chibnall episodes. Yes, we may agree. (laughs) We may agree. Um, (laughs) I I didn't, obviously, obviously neither has mentioned the fact that Chris Chibnall wrote all the Pond Life episodes as well. Yes, I Um, think that went without mentioning. Yes, indeed, and I didn't enjoy that, so... um, here, here goes, here goes in for next week. So, um, until next week, then is goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. the Who's He podcast. Please get in touch with us by emailing feedback at who's-he.co.uk, visit our website at who's-he.co.uk and also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.